ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय श्रीमद् भागवतम कंटर सेवन चैप्टर नाइन टेक्स्ट एटीन Translation and commentary by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. So hung priyasya suhridaf paradevataya. So hung priyasya suhridaf paradevataya. Lila katastha vandrashingha virincha gitaha. Lila katastha vandrashingha virincha Anjastitarmyanugrnanguna vipramukto Durgani te padayugalaya hangsa sangaha O my Lord Narsinghadev, by engaging in your transcendental loving service in the association of devotees, who are liberated souls, hungsas, I shall become completely uncontaminated by the association of the three modes of material nature and be able to chant the glories of your Lordship, who are so dear to me. I shall chant your glories following exactly in the footsteps of Lord Brahma and his disciplic succession. In this way, I shall undoubtedly be able to cross the ocean of nescience. A devotee's life and duty are very well explained herein. As soon as a devotee can chant the holy name and glories of the Supreme Lord, he certainly comes to the liberated position. Attachment for glorifying the Lord by hearing and chanting the holy name and activities of the Lord, Shavanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Ho, certainly brings one to the position where material contamination is absent. One should chant the bona fide songs received from the disciplic succession. In Bhagavad Gita, it is said that the chanting is so powerful when, when, when one follows the disciplic succession. Evang parampara Manufacturing many ways of chanting will never be effective. However, chanting the song or the narration left by the previous Acharyas, Mahajano Yenagata Sapandhaha, is extremely effective and this process is very easy. Therefore, in this verse, Prahalad Maharaj uses the word Anjaha, easily. Accepting the thoughts of exalted authorities through disciplic succession is certainly much easier than the method of mental speculation by which one tries to invent some means to understand the absolute truth. The best process is to accept the instructions of the previous acharyas and follow them. Then God-realization and self-realization become extremely easy. By following this easy method, one is liberated from the contamination of the material modes of nature and thus one can certainly cross the ocean of nescience in which there are many miserable conditions. 
By following in the footsteps of the great Acharyas, one associates with the Hamsas or Paramahamsas, those who are completely freed from material contamination. Indeed, by following the instructions of the Acharyas, one is always freed from all material contamination, and thus one's life becomes successful, for one reaches the goal of life. This material world is miserable regardless of one's standard of life. Of this there is no doubt. Attempts to mitigate the miseries of material existence by material methods will never be successful. One must take to Krishna consciousness to become really happy, otherwise happiness is impossible. One might say that becoming advanced in spiritual life also involves tapasya, voluntary acceptance of some inconvenience. However, such inconvenience is not as dangerous as material attempts to mitigate all miseries. In the purport, Srila Prabhupada highlights the word anjaha, easy. As Prahlad Maharaj is pointing out here, and as Srila Prabhupada pointed out many times, devotional service is very easy. As Srila Prabhupada often used to say, what is the difficulty? Is there any difficulty to chant Hare Krishna, dance and take nice prasad? Prabhupada would ask. Obviously, there is no difficulty to do so. And in Srila Prabhupada's presence, everything seemed very easy. Then why does it so often seem that we have so many difficulties. Let us consider this. One thing is, um, we all experience difficulties in our attempts to become Krishna conscious. There are different kinds of difficulties. Adhyatmic, adibhotic, adidaivic, klesh. Um, material circumstances must be difficult. Family disturbances or health disturbances. Sometimes we can't get on with other devotees. And as Goswami Maharaj was uh, speaking last night, Kadarja Shilanam, or was it the night before? This, uh, due to our ingrained bad habits and character, by which we suffer from Vikshipta Chintanam, always disturbed mind. And this is the real difficulty. Otherwise, there is no difficulty. Kalad Maharaj said, very easy. Now, whatever difficulties we may have according to the circumstance we find in ourselves ourselves in, it's very unlikely that all of our all of us put together all our difficulties would be even one percent that those Prahlad Maharaj himself had to undergo. And he didn't have, even have any association or someone to go to and get advice from. The whole atmosphere around him was about as unfavorable for advancing in Krishna conscious as anyone could imagine. There are many uh, advices given, or there is much advice given in Shastra on which conditions are favorable for executing devotional service. And Prahlad Maharaj had just about the opposite of all of them. He was living among committed demons. I mean, if we had as much determination to be devotees as Hiranyakashipu had to be a demon, we'd all be very advanced very quickly. And all his family, all his friends, they're all demons. And they were successful demons. They weren't just wannabe demons or hope, hoping, hoping to be demons, but fully, full-fledged, successful, in all respects, demons. They'd uh, kicked Indra off his seat and sent him with wobbling knees to somewhere in the universe where he couldn't be found. Yeah, wobbling knees? Uh, so Indra was hiding somewhere, holding on to his thunderbolt, which wasn't much use to him. Hiranyakashipu had proved that there is no God other than him. He had provided empiric proof because if there is God, where is he? All these demigods and brahmanas, 
they believe in God, but I kick them out, I kill them, and I'm in charge here. Okay. There's no God other than me. There's no one to stop me. Ishvara Ham. I am the God. I am the controller. Aham Bhogi. I am the enjoyer. There is no other enjoyer than me. Siddho Ham. I am perfect. Who is more perfect than me? Balavan. I have all power. No one can stand in front of me. Suki. I'm so happy. I have all the women in the universe to enjoy. That's the main object of happiness in this. and in the spirit world also although it's of a different quality Krishna's enjoyment and special pleasure was taken by Hiranyakashipu in forcefully enjoying the wives of the demigods all the wealth all the opulence all the women all the wine everything was at his disposal and of course he was miserable because there's no happiness in this material world but he was having a really good try at being happy and it looked like he was being pretty successful so not very good association for cultivating the qualities of humility, theism, submission, good character, and all the qualities of a devotee. So Prahlad was not in a favorable position for cultivating Krishna consciousness. He had one thing going for him, one advantage, that even though he didn't have a direct association with his spiritual master, he had heard from him, he had accepted his instructions as his life and soul, and he was completely convinced. He saw the activities of the demons as the phantasmagoria they actually were, and that for all Hiranyakashipu's imagining that he could live happily like this forever. It must be. He knew it must be. It cannot last. Because na sate vidyate bhavo, na bhavo vidyate sataha. That which is material, impure, must be limited by time. Whereas that which is real, that which is Krishna conscious, that must last eternally. So Prahlad Maharaj lived in Krishna consciousness. He didn't really have much connection or he didn't identify himself as the palace the fact that he was the prince and all the goings on around him. He was Krishna Graha. His, his whole consciousness was captured by Krishna. And he constantly engaged in the activities of Krishna consciousness, not minding all the goings on around him, Good. nor even that everyone around him was against him. So Prahlad had no favorable circumstances, but he had one thing which was very favorable, which was his uh, determination and to execute Krishna consciousness and his natural attraction to do so. Whereas even if someone is has all good association and Paramahamsa, Guru, and good um, all favorable circumstances for executing Krishna consciousness. But if there is no determination to do so, then one cannot be Krishna conscious. So Krishna conscious is very easy, but it's very difficult also. Difficulties are good. They help us. We, they help us to be Krishna conscious. And you if generally we look for a favorable situation, but in Krishna conscious, but if everything is very, if everything is very nice and comfortable and all arrangements nice, then we tend, we tend just to go to sleep. Everything's very comfortable. Let me go to sleep. <laughs> then we become Hiranyakashipu. Hiranya means gold. All, all enough. Wealth to make all arrangements for our comfortable life. And Kashipu means very comfortable bed for sleeping and enjoying sex. So better to be Prahlad than Hiranyakashipu. Later, Prahlad, he took the position of, he was installed as king by Lord Narasimha himself. But 
he remained the follower of Narasimha, not the follower, not the son of Hiranyakashipu. The devotee does, by definition, does not take pleasure in Kalaka Kamini, this wealth and women. But devotee's pleasure is, just as Prahlad mentions here, in hearing Lila Kata, in hearing of the glories of the Supreme Lord. Or is that Tadvirya Gayanam? What is that verse? Tadvirya Gayanam Magna Chittaha. Prahlad says that I always take pleasure in hearing the narration of your glories. In this way, uh, he takes pleasure in Prahlada Halada Dai, this name of Nushimhade. He is, Prahlad means full of pleasure. So, how is he full of pleasure? Because Prahlada Halada Dai, Lord Nushimha, who gives pleasure to Prahlad, he takes pleasure in Lord Nishimhade. So in this way, for a devotee, everything is very easy. He simply chants Hare Krishna and remembers Krishna and is always very happy. And for a demon like Hiranyakashipu, then he's also very happy. That's not actual happiness. Just like when we see, of course, you don't see in this country, but when you see a pig eating stool, then you can understand that he's he's looking very happy. But this is supposed to be a jiva dancing with Krishna. This is not happiness. Mm. He's so happy eating stool. Every day, fresh, hot breakfast. He, he gets fatter and fatter. And then one day, when he's fat enough, then they come to catch him. Then he screams. He, now, he knows, now I am dead. So the devotee is, uh, the, the aspiring devotee is neither Prahlad, he's neither fully happy in Krishna consciousness, nor is he Hiranyakashipu, a, a foolish materialist who foolishly thinks himself happy with money and women or trying to get money and women. His path is Mahajano Yenagata Sapanta, following in the footsteps of great Mahajans like Prahlad. But still, because Vikshipta Chintanam, disturbed mind, he wavers between being Prahlad and being Hiranyakashipu. So difficulties, they are uh, the means by which a devotee becomes Prahlad and not Hiranyakashipu are the means, the, the method, or the difficulties, they are the test by which Maya, whose job is to test us, she sees, what do you, you want me or you want my master? Mm. Maya covers everyone with her avaranatmika vritti, the covering potency, by which every jiva in the material world jumps around thinking himself very happy and smashed again and again. This mm. is Maya's avaranatmika vritti. Then when someone starts to come out of Maya's covering, her clutches, then she changes her approach. Then she becomes very happy. Oh, someone wants to go to Krishna. But do they really want to go to Krishna or do they want to use Krishna to enjoy me better? That we realize, oh, there's God. He's all powerful. He can help me enjoy myself more. So then Maya turns on her prakshepatmika vritti or her potency for kicking us back various tests and difficulty. But one who follows in the footsteps of Prahlad Maharaj knows these for what they are. They're simply maya. They have no actual reality. Reality is what I'm already doing. Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu. And this is all simply ephemeral. It has no actual reality. Although the devotee has to, uh, on this plane, live in those difficulties and attempt to overcome them. 
they become the means by which he attains Krishna. And difficulties are also the way in which Krishna glorifies his devotees. If Hiranyakashipu had gone to his local institute and taken a course in child rearing uh, from the modern liberal curriculum, which you don't have here in Lithuania probably. I don't know. It's all nonsense. How to bring up children according to Dr. Spock and Anyway, you don't know about all these things in Lithuania because you're not very advanced. Lucky for you. <laughs> the modern psychological way to turn your child into a Rakshasa. In the name of being kind to him. So if, if Hiranyakashipu had been a more liberal and reasonable parent, he would have thought, well, Prahlad likes to do that. Let him do it. Whatever you like to do, it's okay. I mean, going to school and shooting 20 other children dead, that's not very good. But apart from that, more or less everything is okay. So I'll be a demon and you just do whatever you like. Then who would have known what is the greatness of Prahlad? If Hiranyakashipu had not tested, or actually Krishna was testing through Hiranyakashipu, what is Prahlad's, what is the depth of his devotion to Krishna? Then who would have known? If Durvasa Muni had not acted so unreasonably against Ambarish Maharaj, who would have known the depth of the devotion of Ambarish? If the Pandavas had not undergone so much difficulty, they would have already been forgotten uh, and they would have gone down in history as some among many pious kings and would have been forgotten by now. So in difficulties, devotees see Krishna. And by always seeing him, then just like Prahlad, who went through so many difficulties, he actually sought Lord Nishimhadev. Therefore, Kunti Devi prayed for difficulties. Who will pray for difficulties? Dear Lord, please solve my family problems, my backache, my toothache. Take me to heaven where I can enjoy myself. No one prays. Dear Lord, please make my whole life so very, very difficult. Kunti Devi was praying that we already went through so many difficulties. First of all, they tried to poison him. Then they wanted to burn us to death. They actually set the house we were living on on fire. We had to face rakshasas, asat sabhaya vanavasa kritrita. Then we were humiliated in the assembly by Dushasan and Shakuni and all those disgusting people. And for, for a kshatriya, humiliation is worse than death. Banavasa Kritcha means great difficulty, great difficulties of living in the forest after living in the palace. So Kunti Devi was praying to Krishna. Yeah. She was complaining to him. Why was she was complaining? That you made life so difficult? No, that now it's not difficult. Give us again difficulty. Yeah. Who will pray like that? Give us difficulties because because in difficulties we will see you and then we will no longer see repeated birth and death. So Krishna is very, very kind to his devotees. He gives them so many difficulties that they have they can do they, yesterday someone asked me, do, do we have to put our hands up in Kirtan? Is it a rule? But yes, we have to, just like Draupadi. There's no there's nothing else to do. Oh Krishna, you are my only hope. As as long as we are maintaining any hope of sorting out my material condition so I can live very comfortably and maybe also chant a little Hare Krishna, then we won't get Krishna. So Krishna very kindly arranges to uh, purify 
his aspiring devotee in the fire of ordeal, as Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswatthakur gives the example. The uh, fire of ordeal, this is a term from medieval Europe in which um, someone they're accused of some crime and then they either they have to hold on to a hot fire or they're put into fire and if, if there's no mark, that means you're innocent. <laughs> Is, he gave this example that Krishna tests, he puts his, he purifies his devotees by the fire of ordeal. That shows the actual quality of a devotee. Just like the um, example is given, is just like the uh, sandalwood. The more you press it and rub it, the more sweet the smell becomes. Or the, uh, the rock sugar, the more you pound it, then the sweeter it becomes. Uh, just Smash it. Uh, or a drum, the more you beat it, the sweeter the sound becomes. So devotee, the more he accepts difficulties in the service of Krishna, the more his devotional qualities become manifest. We often uh, used to hear that devotees in the CIS and these countries, they used to, the older devotees used to say, actually, in the old days, we were much more Krishna conscious. We had no temples, no senior association, no books except the ones which we could very dangerously make ourselves. We didn't really know very much about what Krishna conscious was or the philosophy or anything. And we were in constant danger of being arrested and very being very seriously tortured. But it was so blissful. All the devotees were very seriously practicing Krishna consciousness. So some of the older devotees were lamenting not Sakur lamenting it, now it's very nice we have tem- we, we couldn't dream before now we have temples and we can preach openly we can do Harinam in Red Square even if the policeman tells us not to whereas previously if he told us not to we walked past him he'd shoot us yeah. <laughs> still there was a special sweetness in this in the struggle for Krishna so Krishna is very kind Krishna is very good I was speaking to Goswami Maharaj last night and his mood was uh, like on one side very blissful, now we're going to make this temple, and then almost in despair, how are we going to do it? What a great struggle. And it, now it looks more favorable, but who knows? Hiranyakashipu's parampara is still active. <laughs> they don't give up very easily. <laughs> Having to live in a tin can with no water in Moscow in the winter. Just to let Hiranyakashipu know that we have invited Krishna. And we are more concerned to please Krishna than to have Hiranyakashipu. So plenty of money and comfortable situation. We want to know. We are more concerned. We will take this difficulty where you offer us. You take some money and go away and enjoy life. We won't go. We'll stay. Mm. We'll stay in the tin can with no water and bathing in the snow because we've invited Krishna. So in retrospect, looking back at the pastimes of Lord Nushimhadev, we can know that Nushimhadev, he had to appear. He was already fully manifest in the heart of Prahlad Maharaj. And he appeared externally. He he came personally also because Prahlad had forced him. There there was not that a devotee ever demands, but because of Prahlad's total surrender to, total faith, uh, total devotion to Lord Hari, that he appeared in the form of Narahari. He did not appear for Hiranyakashipu to increase his material enjoyment, but he appeared to give pleasure to Prahlad, who was always... Actually, Prahlad, he didn't find any difficulty in being tortured by Hiranyakashipu. But his heart was tortured with separation from his Lord that when can I have the opportunity to serve him? So if we are very anxious to serve the Lord, then he may play some little game with us, give us some 
severe tests to see, you really want to serve me? And when he's fully satisfied, yes, this is my devotee, then he becomes obliged by the love of his devotee and he has no choice. He must go immediately and appear. So as Goswami Maharaj pointed out last night, this is a great leela that is unfolding. Just like uh, we, find, we find that in the 10th canto of Bhagavatam, the leela begins before Krishna's actual appearance. It begins with his devotees praying, please come, Jagannatha Swami Nayanda Patagami Bhavatume. Now in this way, he uh, increases the eagerness of his devotees to see him, to serve him by creating fearful situations in which the devotees fully have no choice but to fully take shelter of the lotus feet of Krishna. So this is Krishna consciousness, absolutely opposite to anything in this material world. People take to religion even so that they can God will make everything nice for us and we'll live very happily in this world. But in the Christian conscious movement, we say, you don't pray to God for material happiness. Then what on earth will you pray for? Nothing on earth. We have nothing here to enjoy. The devotee only prays for the opportunity to serve Krishna. And Krishna, he tests to see and brings that he shows what is the great character of a devotee, that he remains faithful at the lotus feet of Krishna if in so. all difficulties. So all glories to Srila Prahlad Maharaj. <laughs> oh, I'm way over time. I'm causing difficulty for the organizers. <laughs> so I'll finish that. Sri Narsimhade Bhagavan Ki Jai. Sri Prahlad Maharaj Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Hare Krishna.